What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, part two of our the Brown and White Cat Rights exclusive interview with Amos Seven Four Zero Three, aka Lee Blake. Now, Lee, back for part two. Thank you for sticking around with us, uh, making time out of your busy day to stick to stick around with us. We really appreciate that. So, on to E threes. I know this is a this is a topic that you specifically wanted to discuss. So, I'm gonna let you start off <laughs> with this. What do you, what do you want to talk about regarding E three? Well, I think E3 is an interesting topic this year because we didn't have an E3 last year. And for everyone who doesn't know what E3 is, why don't you, why don't you fill them in real quick? Yeah. So we didn't have an E3 last year due to the pandemic. Um, what E3 is, it's like the big theatrical event of the year in the video game industry where all of the developers, or most of the big-time developers of the video game industry, all come together and put on showcases and, and sometimes even full-on shows um, and in the mix of all of this awesomeness, uh, uh, you get you know, announcements for releasing games that are coming out or new consoles or uh, anything like that. Um, and it's just kind of like going to like a anime convention on steroids and it's all focused around uh, video games. Video games, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, the video game version of Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and historically, it's been like the big event to look forward to every year for gamers. And it's been like the one big place where companies do their big announcements for the year. And we usually learn a lot about what they're going to do throughout the year, especially what the holiday titles might be or what the biggest new thing that they're working on is. Mm -hmm. So, um, historically, it's been very awesome. <laughs> but lately, with the popularity of social media and uh, all and live streaming and all these other things, uh, even before the pandemic, the relevancy of E3 has been kind of in the air because yeah. all of these companies can just put their own uh, showcases and videos out on streams and uh, videos and other platforms like YouTube and Twitch. Uh, and then what's the point of E3 if they can just do it in-house themselves? Exactly, yeah. That's, that that so, brings up a good point. Yeah, like, I mean, traditionally, that sounds cool. If you're, like, a really hardcore video game fanatic, which, you know, there, there are people who are. But, yeah, at the same time, if, yeah, if you can just, you know, companies can just release, release stuff on, like, their Twitter account or on their whatever yeah. social media account. And well, kinda, last yeah. year, there was no formal in-person E3, and most companies ended up doing their own stream or video presentation that would have amounted to the equivalent of E3, such as Nintendo Directs or um, uh, the State of Plays. I think that's by PlayStation, um, you know, or Xbox. I don't know. I know it's called State of Play, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a very similar thing. So, yeah, and that's exactly what happened last year. We did not have formal E3. This year, E3 is still not um, in person. Uh, anyone that wants to attend E3 is going to attend a super innovative live stream. Oh, sort of God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, miss me with that kind of stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so given all these facts, you know, the question is, like, with the waning relevancy of E3, them not having it that uh, last year and then them doing it virtual this year, which would be the same thing that the companies can do themselves, will we actually have E3 in the future? Will it ever be the same? And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that brings up an interesting point. Because I do think video games are becoming more and more popular. Like, with what I said before, you can make a lot of money now playing video games. Now, yeah. Outside of streaming, you know, there's like... I mean, a, you can make more money making play. a really good video game than you can, like, a movie. I mean, there's all these... There's, there's the Overwatch League. There's a the Call of Duty League. There's all these, like, different, like, professional... You can actually go professional playing video games. Or if you, you know, told people, you know, our parents' age, or even people people your age back in the day, it's like, or, you can make a lot of money. Or even people you know? like me just trying to do Twitch streams. It's yeah. playing video games, guys. Yeah, you can make a lot of fucking money playing video games. So in that sense, like, I feel like video games are only gaining in popularity 
And once again, and like you know, people are spending more and more time at home, not just with COVID, but like you know, that's just kind of a thing. Well, and uh, and yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I was about to say, like, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was about to say, like, like what I what I think you're you're describing is, um, no, I, I don't even know if it's necessarily the increase in popularity of video games as much as it is just like the accessibility of video games. Because yeah. it, you you think about like like old school gaming, like Atari gaming, NES gaming, SNES gaming, like that, like that. That kind of era, like those, those games were all extremely fucking challenging. Yeah, like, yeah, extremely challenging. And you play games now, and a lot of them, you know, like they, they all come with like a, you know, various difficulties that you can choose from. In the old days, they didn't have that. The game was what it was. Yeah. And if you, and if you weren't, and if you weren't good enough to beat it, you weren't good enough to beat that, it, and that's that how it was. Actually, one of the gripes from a lot of old school gamers like me that new games like the new Mario Brothers game that comes out is just too darn easy. It's too easy. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, that's. Even me being like a be like an OG Call of Duty guy, I remember like the old Call of yeah. Duty is like two, three, four, you know, which four is, or five. Like they're they're really hard. It was really hard to be good. Yeah. Nowadays they they kind of dumped it down. We're like all the guns are really easy to use. They're all they're all they all shoot pretty straight. It's not they handle pretty well. It's pretty easy to like pick up a, pick up a, you know pick up the new Call of Duty for example, and like it would just be halfway decent, you know, yeah. like. Like whereas before it's like you actually have to be like a good gamer to be like good at that. Well, you had to understand the mechanics that the game presented to you. I think now the mechanics that are presented in a lot of games are a little bit more intuitive, and games in general are just wider spread. I mean, there are more households that have a Nintendo Switch now than like I probably any other console. I would say. Yeah. Like, I, I'm. I'm don't fact check me on that. But yeah. well, to be fair, uh, there are probably like more more switches in like individual households than there are like home landlines anymore. Oh, well, yeah, oh, was, obviously. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah like, I wouldn't. Not probably. Like, like, wait, what's a home? Who the fuck? Do you have a home line? <laughs> not anymore. Do you have a home line? No. We had, I don't we, have a home we, line. We, we, we we had one for a long time, like way longer than you would think. Like we only got rid of it like recently. The yeah. only people that have that are business owners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like you need one for old your, people. You need you need one for your business. Well, exactly. yeah, I do work at a nursing home, so yeah. Every single room does have a landline, then uh, all the residents can use that absolutely free, even long distance. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and honestly, like with like, I feel like we're just scratching the surface with gaming too. Because like I said, it's it's advancing. Like you know, because think about like the Xbox 360 and the PS3, then to jump to the Xbox One and the PS4. Now you got, I know you guys aren't the new consoles, but like the Xbox Series X and the PS5 and the new PCs that are out. You know, that, that can do all sorts of crazy shit. You know, 4K ray tracing, like one, you know, like 200 FPS, all that kind of crazy shit. You know, it's like. You know, I feel like it's it's only getting cooler. You know? Yeah, it's only getting cooler. Well, the definition of being a video gamer has also changed throughout the years, and that was revolutionized with the creation of the smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many gamers out there, and what what do they do? They're sitting there on their phone playing, you know, Bejeweled or Candy Crush yeah. or you know, excuse me, uh, any any other game. They're, those are gamers, and yeah. some of them yeah, those are, are gamers. Get, yeah, get really oh, good. I'm, at gonna, the I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of them, but yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> like like my mom is really good at Candy Crush. <laughs> I feel like everyone like either like has a mom or knows a yeah, mom. Knows a mom who's good, good at Candy yeah. Crush. It's on like a crazy level in Candy Crush. Yeah, I'm on level five thousand six hundred and thirty-two yeah. on Candy Crush. It's weird, dude. I dude, I just can't do because I don't like looking at my phone a lot in general. I feel like just spending so much time looking at like a phone. You know, it's like I'd rather game on like my TV. You know, it'll ruin your life. Yeah, ruin your eyes. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm really scared about my eyes. So like getting fucked up from that shit. But anyway, what are you guys' so top? Tell let, let's you know since we're kind of on the topic of video games, let's kind of just keep keep it going. What are you guys' yeah. top five video game franchise? I know we've kind of talked about this before. Like off, well, top, off, five, top five video game franchises. 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 Okay. Across okay. whatever platform it doesn't need okay. Nintendo, All Xbox, right. PC. Right. Like, so I'll let you go first, Amos. You let me go first. Yeah, you yeah. know, why don't you go first, Luke? 
Why did I, I was trying really hard to not look at anyone. So. <laughs> um, well, as the guest, I shouldn't be made to go first. That's true. No, this is my show, and you, you, you'll do what I tell you. Yeah, top five video games. I'll tell you my top, uh, I'll tell you four of my top five, and then finish it off with the last one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, uh, gosh, top five. I would have to say um, Super Mario Maker 2 is just a phenomenal game. It, it, you get every level of Mario that mm-hmm. you could possibly ever want. And you can create your own levels, and it's just freaking awesome and deserves way more love than it gets. If you don't have Super Mario Maker and you're thinking about getting the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, don't get Super Mario Maker 2. Instead, it's pretty much the same thing except better. There um, we go. Word for the words yeah. of the wise right there. Um, then I would have to probably put uh, Pokemon Black. It's uh, the best one in the series, in my opinion, black or white. Um, and we can go into the specific details about that at a different point in time, because that would be another half hour. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's my top two. I would probably put Song Convention 2 Battle for the GameCube on there, because it's just a great game, and uh, I can really game in that one. Um, and then, uh, see, this gets harder and harder the more, yeah, exactly. the more, the more you get into more you get the into battle. It, yeah. Really got to uh, dig through like your childhood yeah. what you used to play. Because like shit. basically, what games do I keep coming back to? Yeah. And uh, I would have to say um, any of the Donkey Kong Country games. And, yeah. and if I have to be quite honest, I'm partial to the third one. But uh, any of the original three is awesome. Yeah, I'm partial to a Donkey Kong Country two. Two with Diddy and Dixie. Yeah. That right. one was fun. What about you? What about you? Luke? So. Lee actually went above and beyond because you asked for franchises. Yeah, I asked for franchises. He, he wants specific games. So uh, I'll not, do both. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my franchise and I'll go. I'll, I'll do my game. Uh, I'll go franchises because it'll be it'll be easier for me to narrow it down. Um, it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of copy paste from Lee's though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess mine has different franchises. So, yeah, so yeah you, games, you cover different Mario franchises, games, yeah. Donkey Kong games. Uh, what was my other one? Pokemon games, main series. So mine, so mine, we're, we're, we're gonna be Sonic games. Mario games, the Fable series, mm, very good series, uh, the Halo franchise, and my fifth one. The, the, see, the, 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 the fifth one's work is hard because I got really um. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna get some hate for this. I'm gonna say the Assassin's Creed series. Assassin's Creed was good. The original only, Assassin's Creed were good. Only because Black Flag is great too. I was really competitive at Brotherhood, and I loved the very first game. So, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it in there just 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 just, just because it's like significant for me. So I'll yeah. throw in Assassin's Creed as my. Yeah, so I, I game very different than you. I didn't play like a lot of the uh, like Nintendo games. Like I had a Wii, but like I didn't like I wasn't really like my thing. So my mine are a lot of like FPSs or like shooter games. So first, well, I'll go franchise first. First, obviously Call of Duty. That's you know, that's what kind of got me into Call of Duty. And then two, I honestly have to say the Halo series. I remember playing like Halo One, Halo Two on the original Xbox. I, I I'm like I gained on the OG Xbox like back in the day, like playing COD One on the OG Xbox. That was my shit. So after that, probably Gears of War. Gears of War is really fun. I don't know if you guys ever played Gears of War. Oh yeah, and that was like revolutionary in terms of like shooters because that, that that like that kind of shooter hadn't been around before. You know, like the third person like cover, like going from cover to cover, like you know how that kind of shit goes. Now and, it's like a norm. Now it's like a norm. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, Gears of War started. I remember like being like. Seven years old. Cause remember, there was like that, the mechanic, like you could hold B, and it, your gun had a chainsaw on it, and you could chainsaw the uh, the enemies oh, yeah, and yeah. Half, And it was like super bloody and gory and stuff like that. I remember being like seven years old when that shit first came out. I was like, wow, this is so cool. The fucking berserkers, man. The berserkers, right. yeah. And then, um, honestly, dude, this 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 might sound like kind of like out of left field, but um, 
the Splinter Cell series. You guys ever played Splinter Cell? I love Chaos Splinter, Theory. Splinter, Chaos Theory was Splinter my jam. Splinter Cell, dude, Conviction was my shit. Double Agent, dude, that kind of Double Agent on the OG Xbox, Conviction on the uh, the 360, man. That shit was so much fun. Bro, I can I can see you playing Splinter, Splinter Cell, dude. Because yeah. that, that's different. Like, it, like it, it's different than like you know the the arcadey shooters and Call of Duty and stuff, like the tactical yeah, it's shooters. Like stealth games. Yeah, stealth games fun. exactly. Like I all... have Splinter. I had Chaos Theory for the original Xbox, and then I also have a Splinter Cell game for my Nintendo 3DS. Which is really, really cool. that's cool, yeah. Yeah, I, I want them to make another. I want them to make if they make another Splinter Cell game for the newer newer generations. Like I will be on that so quickly, dude. Like that shit was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then after that, probably Assassin's Creed. Like I, I, I think I stopped playing past. I think Brotherhood was the last one I played. That yeah. was like, I, I did. I played a little bit of Black Flag like on my friends' consoles, but like I, I never myself owned Black Flag. So I was, I, played, I played Revelations after Brotherhood came out, but like they fucking ruined the multiplayer meta. So I, yeah. and I got so mad about it that I just. I was thinking about getting what's the newest one that just came out? Uh, Valhalla. Yeah. It was on sale for like thirty bucks on the, the Microsoft stores. I was thinking about getting that, but then I think I talked to Luke about it, and you were like, "Oh no, I heard like." Well, the, the recent Assassin's Creed games haven't been as yeah, good. Yeah, so. they haven't been. Like, I, I think like uh, Assassin's Creed Three, a lot of people liked. I didn't get into it personally, but a lot of people liked it. I think really after that, like you were you were either into Black Flag or you weren't, and then everything after Black Flag yeah. has just been garbage. Black Flag was just very different, and which is which is cool for a series to do. And personally, I love the pirate motif. So yeah, yeah I, that I was love cool, Black yeah. Flag. Another game that is awesome to play with that same feeling of pirate, you know, swashbuckling. Stabbing, haha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you uh, that. Uh, sea of Thieves is a real. I heard Sea of I did, I heard Sea of Thieves. I, I have Game Pass, and it's free on Game Pass for the Xbox. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I heard, I, so what? Yeah. What, is, what do you do in that game? You just uh, pillage and look Pill- for treasure, pillage and, and plunder, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and then you fight some, you know, uh, mystical type uh, piratey creatures, you know, gotcha. Krakens and uh, megalodons and gotcha. stuff like that. That's cool. So. Yeah, dude. That's um, so circling back to the E3. Uh, so, g- given the information that I gave you guys and knowing at, like the current state of how that is right now, do you guys think um, that we're going to continue to have E3, or do you think it's going to probably uh, dwindle out here in the next few years? I'll let you go first on that one. Luke. Well, I was about to say, like, I think it'll depend on how much of a monopoly E3 holds over really that kind of like niche role in the industry. Because I mean, like, as soon as like, like for example, think about like. Um, how like the streaming services work like yeah they're like smaller like like kind of like off-brand like i i i call them like a kroger brand like um streaming services like peacock and stuff like that yeah. but, we, but we all know they're not actually competing with like netflix yeah, and like yeah. hulu so i i think i think it's one of those things where like with e3 like you know it'll it'll either it, it'll either di- like diversify itself to like such an extent to where, to where E3 would fizzle out or E3's like like the name E3 enough will like will carry enough weight to where, pe- to where like all the developers would, will, will still just want to send their shit to E3 anyway because more people will pay attention yeah to I it. think I mean I think it was, I think it's here to say stuff it's like you said it's kind of like the Comic Con of video games you know like Comic Con I think we'd all agree Comic Con isn't going anywhere anytime soon is it no. I'm, if I'm not mistaken there is like a Twitch Con so there's similar things like once as long as video games are still popular as long as people are still playing video games I really think that people are more people play video games now than ever before, just because of all everything we kind of talked about in the last ten minutes about it. And yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's gonna be right. Yeah, obviously, maybe maybe not in the scale it has been in the past. Cause like you said, it's much easier to push it out like in your own on your own social media platforms, or you like to release it however else you want to whatever platform you want. But I think it'll still I think it'll still be around. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I kind of like Luke's answer a little bit because um, I, I kind of think it really just depends on how this next E3 goes. If they can do a really good social media and live streaming presence and if they decide to adapt and evolve with the changing uh, workspace, yeah. then 
they and assuming that the name E3 still holds value after this year, then yeah, they could probably go this route and just do the live stream uh, experience, you know, um, and keep going that way. And then they can toy with doing the the live in person things, or maybe back them out to like, oh, this is every three years or something. E3 every three years yeah. we have this big live event, but then they still have it annually uh, as in like, a, in like a virtual setting. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So I think I think. I think they'll still be around, even though uh, some people say in the debates that you know it's uh, it's dead. But I, I don't think it's quite there. I don't yet. think it's dead. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's dead, but I think that's going a little a little bit far. Cause I, like I said, I mean, the fa- yeah, I feel like you know it's been around for so long. It's been like a thing for so long. Like, it'll still have it. The hardcore fans will still want it. Well, you know, like yeah. con- con- contemporary rock music is dead. E three is not. Yeah. <laughs> So, a little bit about E3 in case uh, you guys want to know a little bit more about what's going on. You can go to E3Expo.com to learn more about E3. Um, Man, are they paying you for this? <laughs> no, I'm just reading Sponsored this. Sponsored by E3. I'm yeah. just reading this off their website to you know help people get more context. Uh, this year, E3 2021 is embracing the future and showcasing the video game industry with an all-virtual event that will engage everyone everywhere. It is designed for you with live uh, press conferencing and a four-day-long video stream. E3 2021's virtual format gives you unprecedented access to the premier video game industry event. Wherever you are in 2021, E3 is coming to you. This year's event will be a reimagined and hyper-engaged digital experience, paving the way for much more in 2022 and beyond. Well, there we go. So... You know, Lee does hang out, hang out with uh, Ninja and Ludwig on the weekend. <laughs> Dude, if only. If only, man. I've heard Ninja's an ass. So. I, mean, I heard he's I heard a dick, too, lucky. Yeah. So you can... Just call, just call Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't sue us, Ninja, please. You can watch E3 on uh, Twitch, YouTube Gaming, Facebook Gaming, Twitter, Twitter YouTube, um, Facebook, TikTok, yeah, Steam, Reddit, and Bro, all, all around the world. There's a bunch of other, either. like... Uh, streaming services from around the world like Billy Billy, uh, Africa, uh, Africa uh, TV, um, GameStar, all around the world. So many different platforms you can watch E3 on this year. A lot of these I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I haven't heard of any of those ones you just mentioned. But and I'm about to check out this year's thing. I don't, I've never really paid attention to it, but yeah, I think all the major players are going. You know, yeah. Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. Right. What um, are some? Uh, what are some? What are some games you guys are excited? For? that are coming out soon so uh i'm a big nintendo fan and really all i have right now of the current gen is nintendo switch so i'm looking forward to some of the potential switch announcements yeah this year is actually the 35th anniversary of the legend of zelda franchise is it really yeah it's been around for 35 years yep Shit. Zelda's old yeah so everyone's expecting them to announce something big for the zelda franchise at e3 and i think one of them might be uh zelda Breath of the Wild 2 might be in, um, it's been announced, but it might actually be given a release date or a release window, mm-hmm. and uh, we might be getting a little bit more information about it, which would be pretty cool. Um, or just about anything else Zelda related, honestly. Gotcha. What about you, Luke? What are you, what are you most excited for that's coming out sometime soon? Uh, I just play Russian roulette with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So you're looking for uh, Russian Roulette 2022. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this is this the year Luke shoots himself? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I know you're a Halo guy. You excited for Halo Infinite? Oh no, I'm not gonna play that. You're shit. not gonna play Halo. Infinite. Actually, oh, no. that would be my number five. Uh, the Halo series. I, I love Halo, Halo Three, Halo dude. Halo, Halo Three is the, uh, the is goaded, dude. Dude, I there know. was there was uh, one match where 
you, me, and your brother, Luke, and uh, another friend of ours who were playing Halo 3 co-op uh, live. And we get to this one part where we're infiltrating a base and they have these like circular uh, round rolly ball turrets. And somehow one of them like exploded off and started just rolling casually and then just rolled over Luke's character <laughs> instantly, like Star Wars Jar Jar Bink style. Like it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It is it's funny because like I love Halo 3 so much. Like for like when I first started playing Halo 3, I didn't even have like Xbox Live. I wasn't even playing multiplayer, but I just had so much fun playing like the campaign, like doing all like Easter eggs in the campaign. Like remember you could find like all the skulls and shit, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, or like beating it on legendary. That was like a big thing, like beating, beating it, like being the campaign on legendary and doing like all like the other shit you can do. They, yeah, once I got once I finally got Xbox Live, it was just like holy shit. You know? Oh yes, open season. Uh, yeah, whole different game. Yeah, it's great. Both the campaign and the multiplayer, which is something I liked from older Call of Duties, like um, Modern Warfare 2, oh, the campaign was The campaign, awesome. like the spec ops, like yeah. spec ops mission. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's how I started, like when I first started gaming, I didn't get Xbox Live until, I've been gaming since I was like five. I didn't get Xbox, I didn't get like Xbox Live until I was like nine. So like the first like four years, that's all I was doing was like campaign. What, what was your stuff. first console? Uh, yeah, the original Xbox. Okay. The original Xbox, yeah. So I, I, I've been Xbox, so I've been OG Xbox 360. I had the Xbox One for a little bit, then I just got the Series X. So. Yeah, mine was the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, yeah, original yeah. NES. What about yeah. you, Luke? Was, was uh, there, were all, there were already several systems in the house by the time what I was What was the first born, one that you actually played? Uh, Pokemon Yellow and the Game Boy. Oh, okay, that's good. Oh, I had a Game Boy. Okay, I guess I had a Game. I had a Game Boy too. I played like I played like Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy. I played um the original Smash Bros on N sixty four. That was nice, one. That was nice. that was one that's of my super. That's a great game. That was one of my super early ones. I used to kick butt with Pikachu, and I took pride in that until I later learned that Pikachu's an OP character and <laughs> no yeah. no dip. <laughs> like yeah. it's weird to think about games like back. Cause remember like when video games in the old days, like there were no like updates. There were no like expansion packs it was like you bought the game the game you bought yeah that was a game you had forever until Mm -hmm. you wanted to stop playing it now i think we're we're kind of spoiled to that now now it's like a game comes out it's like okay when's the next update coming out oh yeah we we almost have this expectation that the game comes out incomplete and that we need more content to come out by the dlc and that's kind of how the game industry i think is uh, switching more to like a service oriented industry like like halo for example you know the matchmaking has to run smoothly and in order to run that they there has to be like a team working on making sure things happen the way they need to like at all times whereas before it was no we make the game once it's out there we're done yeah exactly and i think that's the struggle that nintendo is having right now because their online service isn't as good as it should be and uh some of their games they just drop service for altogether like mario maker 2 um they have these awesome modes that were really based on them releasing things periodically and they just stopped doing that entirely well i think i think developers now kind of use like the i think like this like a fortnite really changed the game with the whole idea of seasons right Mm-hmm. And I feel like so like that's like kind of what like Call of Duty like copied the exact same thing. We're like cause, yeah, because what you just said like when 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 new Call of Duty first came out, there was no content. Yeah, there literally, literally there was there was like seven maps and like you know mm-hmm. like like twenty guns. And they didn't like get that. more content. Just played and there's yeah, this yeah, continuous yeah. service of things coming up and or changing or new. You know, it's, yeah, which I kind of miss. Like it, that's cool, but I kind of miss the old days. Where, like you got a game, and there was everything. Like a bunch of maps, bunch yeah. of guns, a bunch of bunches, of, yeah. and then every once in a while, like like two DLC packs would come out. I never bought any of the DLC packs because fuck that shit, you know. Because I had there was enough content with the game as is. Now it's like 
you're always waiting for like the next season, the next update. Cause like there's never enough. And like when they, it's like when they add, the, I feel like when they added in increments, the the old shit gets played out so much, and they add like a few more things like in increments, and then you play that, and that gets played out. Then you just like you're bored yeah. again after like a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's something that Sony and Microsoft have embraced, you know, willingly, and many different companies have. Nintendo hasn't, like even with. Uh, a lot of their big games, they do release some type of downloadable content, but it's usually one or two and then done. And then other things, that's like periodic services they do for a year or two, maybe, and then it's done. Like, they haven't fully embraced this new era of gaming where there's this expectation of new content like, coming oh, on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that is, that is definitely it. I mean, still, I'm, in, I'm still going to play this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm excited for, um, I'm excited for Battlefield 6. On I know I never really played Battlefield. Yeah, I like Battlefield. Yeah, I, I, I always stuck at it, but yeah. I want to get good at Battlefield. Yeah, the technique and the technical aspect of it, especially the new ones, where it's like if you really want to snipe someone from across the map, you almost have to have a spotter on the other side yeah, looking yeah. for you to make sure you get that. Like that hint of realism there is just so. Well, the realism is always in Battlefield is always what set it apart. That's like it's not it's not like Call of Duty where you get shot seven times, you can duck behind cover and regen health and come back. It's like you know you get shot twice in Battlefield, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> like so you actually you actually have to be like a little more tactical. You can't just like run around, you know, kind of doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like with all the vehicles, and I used stuff. to play Battlefield Two back in the day on the yeah, same bad company. Like bad, yeah. I played, I played that, bad, that bad was company. awesome. I loved the concept. To me, it was revolutionary to have. It was essentially a battle royale type game, but there were only sixteen players on the field at any given time. And when you died, you didn't spawn back as yourself. You technically spawned back as another soldier, and that would tick down from your team's 100 life meter yeah, yeah and i thought that was cool because it, it simulated the idea of troops in a battlefield a little bit more yeah. and i i really enjoyed that and it meant technically if i'm a terrible gamer i can use up 50 lives real quick yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh, how, do you, then, how do you guys feel about battle royales like how do you guys feel about it like, so william loves them um i like them if they're done right and i like and i like it in small doses like i like I, like, I I can get worn out playing Fortnite, like, really, really quickly. Like, like after I've played, like, a few rounds of Fortnite, I'm basically done playing. Yeah. Um, Warzone has its moments. Um, I'm not very good at it, so it's yeah. never very fun for me. But um, if I imagine if I was good at it, I would have more fun playing That's it. one of the things. It's like, because I, I like the idea of it, but at the end of the, what it boils down to me, it's like, do I want to spend, like, you know, 15 minutes, like, running around, looting up, like, getting armor, getting all the good guns, doing all this shit, just to die by someone, you know, camping in the corner or like on a roof or hiding in a bush or something then i gotta go through the whole process then you gotta load back up into another game then you gotta go there's a steep learning curve yeah definitely yeah exactly i mean it's much better when you have a squad of yeah i I will say that it's it's definitely more fun it's definitely more uh, fun social yeah my thing with the whole br is like yeah it's definitely more fun social you know social experience like you know playing traditional 6v6 multiplayer like it was back in the day but i just couldn't imagine like like, 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 could you actually imagine, like, playing Fortnite by yourself? No, like, just, like, just, like, solo by yourself? I mean, like, Dude, the, the, it's scary by yourself. I'd much rather do it with a squad. Yeah, like, the, the, the few times I played Warzone Solo, it's like, what am I doing? Because, like, like I just said, I'll, first of all, loading into the game takes fucking forever. You gotta wait, like, five minutes in the pregame lobby. And then you spend the first 15 minutes, like, running around looting up. And then, yeah, once again, you get killed by someone in a bush or, you know, hiding in a... Who's probably, know, like, eight years old. Yeah, like, just sitting know? there in a bush, holding down left trigger, just waiting. Or, like, someone ha- hiding on a roof or something like that. So that's, I do like, I will say, I like Warzone better than Fortnite just because I can't build. Like, the whole building mechanic is just yeah, way too Yeah, building deep. sucks. Yeah, like, we, I, we've talked about this way before. It's like, I feel like if I got in on, gotten in on Fortnite when everybody else was getting in on it, and then I could have, like, learned. Because at the beginning of Fortnite, everybody sucked at building. Nobody built. Yeah. It, exactly. was just, it was just like a traditional, like, you know, you run and shoot people when you see them. 
Which is like, I know how to game. That, that's like how I know how to game. But then, it'll, like, very quickly, it, became, it turned into, like, okay, you, you see like somebody. You see, yeah, you start, you, you run, and you start shooting at somebody, and then within one second, they have, like, a fucking, you know, three-story building built, and they're beaming you from the, the I, top. So. I, it's like I, I say you just, yeah, exactly. you just hone in your shooter skills, focus on those, then carry a lot of grenades. Yeah, exactly, exactly, so. <laughs> also, can we just believe that I just made a 9-11 joke? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's ignore that. But anyway, so. <laughs> so, on that note, guys, we are at... 27 minutes oh, yeah. so we're, we're, pushing we're, 28 yeah. so we should probably do our conclusion yeah so once again thank you so much Lee for, for yep. coming all the way out here from Dayton to come t- chat with us we've had a fun little day we took you to the gym took you to the local Wendy's we, we, <laughs> we didn't talk about the gym did we yeah <laughs> ba- basically long story short I went to the gym with Nikhil and Luke and uh, the I hurt now yeah, <laughs> yeah and we're, we're all huge now well actually yeah Nikhil's yeah. and it's not even funny Nikhil just is huge <laughs> and, and that's not an innuendo yeah so anyway, oh, yeah. it's absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Lee, for coming out and chatting with us. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, feel free to if you enjoyed hearing my nasally voice, feel free to check out my Twitch streams at twitch.tv/amos7403. That's amos7403. Yep. And, uh, we are, and, we are, and we are going to have all the links in the description yep. because that's how good and it's we what, are doing. And it's what Wednesdays <laughs> at what one, right? Tentatively, yeah. Wednesday at afternoons at one p.m. and Friday evenings at uh, nine p.m. So Eastern you, Standard. If you don't want to come to see Lee, me and me and Luke will be in the chat. So if you want, if you want to come oh, hang yeah. out here. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you, uh, what's your handle on the, in the chat? In Swami six one four. Yeah, in Swami six one four. And he is what the Luke ninety eight. The Luke ninety eight. Yep. So, yeah. so now you know. All, all all great things have the in front exactly, of them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like so, the yeah. Ohio State University. So, yeah. exactly. Definitely come check out Lee's streams. He's a lot of fun. Once again, if you don't want, if you don't care about Lee, which I don't see why you wouldn't, come hang out with me and Luke, and we can convince you to like Lee. <laughs> and and if, uh, if that's your standard, you really need to reevaluate that. <laughs> so anyway, that's all we got for today. Well, thanks once, for having me. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah, once again, thanks for coming by, man. We'll do it again sometime. we got to play Fortnite again sometime on stream, man. That's, that's, oh, that's, oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. the one time I will play Fortnite yeah. with you guys. It's really yeah. fun beating up on all the people on Twitch servers. Or, well, on last, Twitch the, servers. The last thing that we played was actually Risk. Really? Oh, yeah. We I got to get into Risk. I got to hop on some of that Yeah, shit. that might be fun. Anyway, guys, that is it. See, season two, episode nine. We are back, and we are uh, back in full force once again. We'll try and keep up a more consistent upload schedule. Bro, I gave I gave a salute, and there's no video. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I do that once an episode. I do that I all do. the time too. So anyway, that is it, America. Brown and white, get it right. Signing off. Peace out.